Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. And yesterday was Clean Up Australia Day. It's kind of a day uh, we're all encouraged pretty much to get out and about in our communities and get cleaning, you know, picking up litter and helping, uh, well, conserve the environment. But Clean Up Australia Day actually goes far beyond one day, something we all need to be aware of in everyday life. So joining me live on the line now is Michael Adard, spokesperson for the Cradle Coast Northern and Southern Tasmania Waste Management Groups. Michael, good morning. Thank you for your time. Hi, Mark. How are you? Well, thank you. Appreciate your time. Now, there's nothing worse than getting into our, you know, our, our beautiful state, going on walks, exploring the scenery, and to find someone that's been before you has tainted the beauty with their litter, is there? Oh, nothing worse. No, you're quite right. I mean, especially in Tasmania, where we're very well blessed with the, the natural values and beauty, and yeah, it doesn't um, doesn't bode well when you're out there and you see some rubbish all floating around. Yeah, so I don't know what people are thinking. So, if you didn't take part in Clean Up Australia Day yesterday, it's not too late, is it? We don't we don't have to wait for next year's event to roll around, do we? No, absolutely not. I mean, it's all about the ownership, really. It's if if we if we do have waste, can't we just get rid of it ourselves? I mean, it's that simple most of the time. Uh, but there are a lot of other avenues as well. Um, the, you know, you can join marine debris cleanups. There's a lot of those that are out there in the community. Um, you can join up with Sea Shepherd. They're doing that all the time. Um, and there's some other there's some other interesting um, events later in the year. And around November, there's one locally in and around Launceston called Catch It in the Catchment, which is all about trying to get out there and get into um, the catchments that feed into the Tamar and around it. And mm. And that's that's first November each year, and that's a really successful program too. And I know uh, Michael COVID's seen an increase in single-use plastics, hasn't it? Uh, face masks, uh, takeaway cups, containers. Yes, certainly littering our footpaths, parks, and beaches. That's really disappointing to see, isn't it? Especially so many masks. Yeah, you're right, Mike. Um, I just I you know I took the dog for a walk um, last night around our block, which is not a huge block, and yeah, six six or seven masks there on the ground and. I think there's this hesitance to to pick them up because they everyone thinks they're germy or you know or contaminated. Um, but yeah, it really is an issue. Mm. And back to the single-use plastics, we were certainly, as far as um, food packaging and things, we were really getting to a place where we saw a lot of reusables and compostable things on the market. But then came COVID and this whole you know hesitance to touch things and for people to retouch them. And that's where we've taken a little bit of a step backwards and. Um, that's also seen in, in the way that people are purchasing goods online. There's been a spike. Mm. So there were, before COVID, there were people that wouldn't buy things online, but now people have and they're stuck with it. So we're seeing more packaging kind of in the community. Yeah, good point. I mean, now, I mean, I'd like to think Tassie was quite good at this, but recent stats have shown Tasmania's count for food packaging litter topped the nation over the pandemic, with this representing 14.47% of litter collected in Tasmania, 4.6% higher than the average of other states. Why is this, do you think? Yeah, I don't know. It's, not, it's pretty hard to pinpoint as to why. I, I, I really wouldn't know why. I'd be interested to know the this stats on that like i know you've got the stats there but is a usually it's per capita basis so maybe it's because you know we're such a low population density um but i i essentially think it's you know because people are just not taking the time or the effort or you know owning it through the responsibility to to fix Mm. it up themselves because we've seen soft plastic recycling become available right at all our local supermarkets in recent years, Michael. But soft plastic mm. continues to cause all these issues with litter. Soft plastics are yes. making, speaking of stats, making up seventeen point two eight percent of litter collected. 
Yeah, that's right. Soft plastics are quite well problematic in the fact that they're so light and they they can get windswept and they and they're certainly within yeah. our watersheds as well. So there are issues with that. And like you said, there are so many avenues to do recycling that a lot of us in the community are actually unaware of. But you know, using your supermarkets for they are compelled to be able to to get that packaging back through. They have a responsibility to do that. So I'd certainly encourage people to to use that avenue, collect it at home, and every now and then drop it into the supermarkets, Coles and Woolies, and, you know, that soft plastic will be recycled. I know soft plastics came in second only to non-food packaging, which accounted for almost a quarter of all litter found. What sort of things are these non-food packages? Just reminders, Michael. Um, non-food packaging. More, I guess it's mostly about, like, you know, retail stuff, so things that you'll buy as a consumer in, you know, in your in your retail outlets so um all the packaging that you usually get is usually plastic as well mm. um so that they're the they're the other things that we buy you know like if we're buying clothes or if we're buying um sporting goods or so they're the your non-food type items i know that uh, more and more people are, are opting to have these outdoor picnics with friends and family to maintain mm-hmm. covid safety which is understandable but we have to make yes. sure we're taking care of the environment when doing this don't we i mean realistically let's be honest i know people are going oh not this again but we need to mm. oh we absolutely do you know there's i guess there's a lot of fatigue around covid you know you see it in many different ways yeah. these days but i mean it still doesn't stop the, where the responsibility lies and that's with 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 the individuals with with each person just to you know make sure you're doing the right thing and either take it with you or um, find a local bin um and on top of that like if you do find litter or if you do see a bin that is overloaded all we need to do is ring your local council and they'll be out there to fix it straight away so outside of going out and picking up litter in your community what else can we be i guess doing in our day-to-day lives to help clean up australia if you will beside what you just said Mm-hmm. Well, like I said before, those groups that we can be joining. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's, there's also these things that, you know, if anyone's at a beach and I came across this a couple of years ago, it was um, it was pick up five or so, so like pick up five bits of plastic at the beach and take it home with you, you know. You didn't take it there or anything, but have have a bit of a environmental conscience to, to grab that and take it away, you know. Clean Up Australia Day has been running for over 33 years now and that's, it's probably it's probably the largest example of a community environmental event, I suppose, in the whole of Australia, and it's fantastic. But it comes back to it to us all individuals, doesn't it? We have to be mindful yeah. not to leave it around. Do we have enough rubbish and recycling bins in public areas? Do you think, particularly in popular spots? Mm-hmm. Well, I think we do, um, especially in well where I am in Launceston, and and you know there's usually some kind of policy that goes with that. How far away is that from? an outlet is that close to a recreational area there's all different ways that they work out where they're going to put those bins um certainly you know maybe it's a bit different out in the say the more rural areas and indeed the more wild areas that we're that we've that we have in abundance in tasmania yeah. um but still you know when you think about individually what we are actually producing or the waste as consumers it's, it's not a lot you know, it's, it's not hard to deal with it, um, except, you know, in those times where we see illegal dumping and littering, um, you know, and that's that's quite quite an issue for, for us all, really, in Tasmania and particularly for local councils. But um, like I said, you can ring your local council. They'll be down there to pick it up straight, straight away. There's really significant fines for that. And a lot of the times we find when there is that littering and dumping that, we, that there's some way of getting back to that person. So... 
Yeah, and I think uh, police are always curious about if there's a large dump, they'll hunt through and find an address. Also, it's disappointing sometimes because uh, 99.9% of people are very good when they go camping. But you do find yeah. uh, some people in a, a free camp zone, and I do, my wife and I do a lot of this, we find yeah. that you know sometimes uh, people leave an awful lot of rubbish just on the ground yeah. dumped there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we do a lot of camping as well, and I'm sure, like a lot of us do, enjoy in Tasmania. And we are so blessed to have these amazing oh, campsites. You yes. know, I'm done a bit of time on the the mainland and camping, and it's not. I think we are so blessed. But you're right, and you know, whether that's just like a, an age demographic thing or not, it's just poor. You know, that kind of behaviour. You know, it, it, it's not. It's not good. And it leaves a bad taste for everyone else when they rock up. I mean, I know when I go to those places, I'm, you know, me and my family will pick it up and take it with us. Mm. Um, and I think most people do. But, yeah, you've got to wonder about that attitude where people think it's okay just to, to leave rubbish, which, you know, essentially is pollution in, yeah. a, in a beautiful area. Yeah. What more needs to be done to help reduce waste and litter around our state? I think we need to think about um, the avoidance of, of things. So when we look at waste in general, there's a waste hierarchy. And at the top of that, the first option that we all can do in, in many ways is just to avoid some of that packaging mm. in the first place. You know, whether whether that's you having some kind of reusable water container or some reusable coffee cup um, or just being a little bit more mindful about how we consume. So that avoidance thing, which we don't really hear a lot about, and it's really quite simple first principle stuff. That is, that's where we can really have, have a big impact. If we see someone littering, what should we do? Is it really worth reporting? Look, it is. Uh, I think it is. And, you know, there's, the, the state government has, uh, has a, a big role to play here and they've got very good um, litter apps. So even if you, if you see the person, you know, that's fine, but you, or even if you see the litter, you can yeah. get onto their website and on, on the um, uh, state government portal through the EPA and you can actually take a photo of it, pinpoint where it is, and people will then, it'll be reported to the right land, land manager, say, for instance, here at City Launceston or something like that, and that'll be dealt with and it will be recorded, which mm. is important too. So, yeah, I think it is worthwhile very much so letting people know because, you know, there's a lot of agencies out there, but we're all doing so much. And if we don't know about it, we don't know that we can go and fix it. Yeah, good call. Good to talk to you today. Michael Adard, spokesperson for the Cradle Coast, Northern and Southern Tasmania Waste Management Groups, Clean Up Australia Day, etc. Michael, what a pleasure. Have a wonderful day, and I'm sure we'll have a chat in the near future. Great. Thanks, Mike. You have a good day, too. You too. Good to talk to you. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9.